It is Tuesday, May 26, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. A busy night of racing last night uh, for it being Memorial Day. A couple of late model shows, a couple of sprint car shows. We'll talk about all of that, plus get you to a couple of news items as well from yesterday. Luke Soul Late Model Dirt Series was back in action last night at East Bay Raceway Park after three nights in Georgia last week. Tim McCready entered the night as the points leader by 100 markers over Jimmy Owens. 35 cars signed in to take part in the night's action. In qualifying, Shane Clanton went quick time in Group A, while Brandon Overton went quick time in Group B and quick time overall. Heat races were won by Clanton, Tim McCready, Overton, and Jimmy Owens. The first B main was won by Billy Moyer Jr., who made a power move on the outside in Turn 4 on the final lap uh, to beat Jeff Matthews back to the line. J.R. Smith also transferred in that B main. Ross Robinson won the second B main with Earl Pearson Jr. and Devin Moran also transferring. In the feature, it was Shane Clanton and Brandon Overton starting on the front row. At the start, Clanton jumped out to the early lead, but it wasn't long before Overton challenged him for the top spot. The two traded the lead and contact uh, through the first 13 laps. Clanton was able to maintain the lead, but just past halfway, Overton had issues and had to bow out of the race. Uh, Dave Argerbright on the broadcast said he had a, a vibration in the car. As the race got towards the end, though, Clanton got into lap traffic, and that allowed Jonathan Dow Davenport to close up from the rear. Uh, with 10 to go, Davenport threw a slider and cleared Clanton for the lead. Davenport then survived a couple of late cautions and grabbed his second series win of the year. Shane Clanton finished second, Tim McCready third, Jimmy Owens fourth, and Tyler Erb was fifth. The win moved Jonathan Davenport into second in the point standings behind McCready, who now leads by 80 points. Jimmy Owens is third, Devin Moran fourth, and Tyler Erb fifth. The Lucas Light, uh, Lucas Light models are back tonight at East Bay Raceway Park. You can watch the action live on Lucas Oil Racing TV with your subscription or for free on the Lucas Racing or Lucas Dirt Facebook page. Uh, really fun racing again last night from East Bay. Golden Isles last week was fantastic. East Bay last night, you know, kept that going from what we saw last night. So I would imagine the next couple of nights will be great as well. Uh, if you're looking for a little late model racing to watch, I would definitely recommend tuning into these shows. There were also super late models in action last night at 411 Motor Speedway in Tennessee. In the 52-lap feature, it was all Corey Hedgecock. He led flag to flag to win the $10,052 top prize. Colton Burdett finished second, Jason Hyatt third, Scott James fourth, and Kyle Hardy was fifth. The event was live on Dirt on Dirt, um, and they've actually got another busy week of streaming broadcasts. Thursday, they've got racing from Tyler County Speedway in West Virginia, and then a pair of shows Friday um, from Atomic Speedway in Ohio and Tri-City Speedway in Illinois, so a bunch more more super late model racing coming your way this week from Dirt on Dirt. While other tracks and areas have gone back racing, Central Pennsylvania's sprint car season has continued to be on hold. That was until yesterday. Lincoln Speedway was allowed to open back up with fans in the stands. 49 cars signed in for the program, which utilized the Pennsylvania Sprint Week format. Lance DeWeese uh, went overall quick time, while Chad Trout was quick time in the second qualifying group. Tim Schaefer won the first heat. Brian Monteith won the second. TJ Stutz the third. And Steve Buckwalter the fourth. Dylan Sisney won the C main and transferred to the B with Robert Bel the B main was won by Freddie Raymer with AJ Flick, Jim Siegel, and Rick Lafferty also transferring. In the feature, it was Brian Monteith and Tim Schaefer starting on the front row. Monteith quickly jumped to the point with Schaefer in tow. Over the 35-lap main event, Monteith never relinquished the lead, but Schaefer was never too far behind him. But with six to go, the leaders were in lap traffic, and Gerard McIntyre spun after contact with another car. Monteith was able to sneak by um, McIntyre's spinning machine, but Schaefer and Ryan Smith, who were second and third, both 
both got caught up in the incident. Ryan Smith was able to continue, but Schaefer had to be towed away from the scene at ended his night. There was another caution with three laps remaining for Freddie Raymer. He and Steve Buckwalter were battling for second when the two made contact, sending Raymer spinning down the front stretch and into the wall. Uh, that contact ended Raymer's night. Monteith survived both of those late cautions and drove away from Buckwalter, grabbed his first Lincoln win of the season. Lance DeWeese was third, TJ Stutz fourth, and Anthony Macri in fifth. So hopefully this race at Lincoln shows the Pennsylvania State officials that they can start opening back up the dirt tracks up there. Uh, I know fans have kind of been clamoring for it. Um, and, you know, Williams Grove and, and Lincoln and Port Royal and, and, you know, Susquehanna and, you know, all these racetracks in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania, I'm sure, are, are, uh, are really looking forward to get back opening again. And I'm sure the fans up there would love to be uh, back in those races uh, and seeing all the action up there. So hopefully that uh, continues uh, and, and that allows some of the racetracks up there to get opened back up again. The other sprint car race from last night was 360s again in action at Marysville Raceway in California. Very similar to a few weeks back, Andy Forsberg was leading late until contact with a lap car sent him around. He recovered quickly, and there actually wasn't even a caution. That handed the lead over to Mitchell Ficino. Ficino was stuck to the bottom and was under attack from second place Justin Cox over the last couple of laps. But while those two battled on the low side, third place running DJ Neto jumped to the top and used the momentum to get by both drivers in a, literally in one lap. He took the lead with four laps remaining. He drove away to grab his second win of the season at Marysville. Vicino finished second. Forsberg recovered to third. Cox was fourth. And Chase Magic was fifth. If you have a Speed Shift subscription, I would definitely recommend checking out these Marysville shows. They've been really entertaining the last couple of weeks. Um, you can check out the highlights over on the Speed Shift Facebook page uh, as well. Last night was the finale for the 10-race season for the iRacing World of Outlaws Sprint Car World Championship. Entering the race, Alex Bergeron needed to finish 13th or better to win back-to-back -back championships and win 10 thousand dollars in qualifying it was dylan hauser going quick time over dylan semelman and tyler ducharme heats were won by hauser semelman kendall tucker and lewis hewitt nick cooper won the b main with blake cannon cole cabry and rusty Kruger grabbing the transfer spots in the feature it was all dylan hauser he led all 35 laps en route to his first series win over dylan semelman kendall tucker james edens and david heileman alex bergeron ended up sixth after starting 10th and that was more than good enough for him to win the championship and take the ten thousand dollar prize David Halliman was second in points with James Eden's third, Kendall Tucker fourth, and Braden Eiler finished in fifth. Bergeron ended the season with three wins in 10 starts and six top five finishes. He had an average finish of fifth and led 151 laps. So pretty great season for Bergeron, back-to-back -back championships, nothing to shake a stick at there. Looking ahead, the virtual championship for the iRacing World of Outlaws Late Model Series starts in just a few short weeks. Blake Majulis won the 2019 championship over Kendall Tucker and Alex Bergeron. Uh, we'll definitely keep up with that series just like we did with the Sprint Car Series when it comes back around again. Uh, if you haven't checked these iRacing events out, I would definitely recommend doing so. Uh, really fun to watch, free to watch, um, and you know, usually kind of in a midweek spot where there's not much other racing going on. So it uh, should be another fun championship with the Late Models coming up. USAC and announced yesterday they've added the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 to the National Sprint Car Schedule on Sunday, June 7th. It will join 34 Raceway already scheduled on Saturday that weekend for a double header. The event will be full points and full purse and will be the series first time back at the track since 2018. Grandstand seating will be limited and both races will be capped at 48 entries for sprint cars. You can watch both races live on Flow Racing if you do not get a ticket. The Nart King of the West Sprint Car Series has announced they've canceled all events through June 6th 
6th, which includes Petaluma on May 30th and Placerville on June 6th. As restrictions continue to ease, though, in California, the series hopes to return to action soon. Um, they've had a ton of events already canceled or postponed, and they're definitely hoping to get some of those rescheduled for later in the season. And finally today, IMCA has updated their essential events calendar for the week. Their schedule gets back to action tomorrow night at Buena Vista Raceway in Iowa. There is racing across the country through the weekend. You can find that full list of events at IMCA.com. I can't remember if we talked about that last week or the week before, but um, they are updating that schedule each week to give you an idea of what IMCA events are coming up. If you are a fan or competitor, that's a good list to check out to see where you can get some racing action in over the upcoming week from IMCA. So pretty nice list there that they've been putting out. Uh, that's the show for today. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday and hope you had a, a good, safe holiday yesterday. Enjoyed a, a little time with friends and family. Um, another busy week of racing uh, is ongoing as, as we uh, kick through this week, but um, you know we'll talk about the World of Outlaws shows and some of the other bigger stuff coming up. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we'll recap the Lucas Racing um, from tonight at East Bay um, and then get you prepared for any other action going on through the week. So hope everybody has a good Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow. Uh, you can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcast, please subscribe, leave a review. Uh, you can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker and the website itself dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.